you can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside, repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Going in raw is now a CastBox original. CastBox is the fastest growing, highest rated podcast app on both iOS and Android, where you can find all your favorite podcasts. You can still listen to Going In Raw wherever you get your podcasts, but we hope you'll give CastBox a shot. We think it's the best. Hey guys, this is Charlotte, and you're watching Going In Raw. What's up, it's your girl, Sasha Banks, legit boss, and you're watching Going In Raw. You like that? What's up? This is the most must-see WWE superstar of all time and his lovely, gorgeous wife, Marie. <laughs> and you are going in SmackDown Live. This Ugh. is the glorious one, Bobby Roode. And you're watching Going In Raw. Hey, Rondo, Steve here. And Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at YouTube.com forward slash Steve and Larson, available wherever fine podcasts are, including, of course, CastBox. Down, we're, we're Pat. We, we did it, man. We did it. Oh, we did? Road to 1,000. I woke up this morning. I look at the CastBox app. You can download the, the app, free gratis, uh, iOS and Android. It's a great way to find your podcast. Go to Going In Raw. Look at that. Subscribe. Leave a comment. We are officially. We wanted to get there before Money in the Bank. We have time to spare. Do you want to read a celebratory yeah, I'm read one comment? From, from uh, Robert Stack. Oh, Robert Snacks is the best. Yeah, he's great. He says, I'm only here for the thanks, friendo. Also, I was told that there may be talk of Lambo. I'm very much interested in talk of Lambo. So in summary, summary, I'm exclusively here for the thanks, friendo, as well as yeah. potential talk of Lambo. Okay. Well, I may have beleaguered my point, but as long as we're both clear, a thanks, friendo, and possibly conversing about the aforementioned Lambo are appreciated. Robert Stack. Well, I'm, I, I just thanks, left friendo. my comment. Thanks, friendo. My comment. Thanks, I, I said thanks, friendo, and Lambo. Uh, and then I'm going to read a comment because I went in on this action, too. All I'm right. very happy about 1,000 comments yeah, on, me too. on CastBox. Uh, Charlie Devon, are Frito burritos a California thing? I can't find them anywhere. What? They should be a universal thing, man. They should be at every Taco Bell location. Why? Why, why are you grumpy? I'll be honest. Here's the thing. You okay. know, I, I had two of those the other day. Yeah, man. Two at one sitting is too much. You, did, you know, the story of your life is you just do too much too fast. All right, you need to slow down. You don't well, seem like the type because you, you come off. I'm uh, not content to. Uh, you have the appearance with complacency and demeanor of a turtle, but in fact, your uh, your your heart screams rabbit. Yeah, you just want to go go go. Yeah, even though you look slow, slow, slow. Mm-hmm. Anyways, you can also find us on the Patreon at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. It's a great way to help contribute to the show. Uh, without the patrons, we would be nothing. Yeah, absolutely nothing. And so look at this twenty dollar, twenty dollars. You get the friendo care package as a comic book, some stickers. I mean, who doesn't want a sticker on my face looking shocked and or orgasmic? This could be my O face. This could, could be, be your O face, too. I don't know. Maybe. Could be our poop faces. Nah, I think it's just our faces. Yeah. And then an original going in raw logo sticker, a postcard, and 
a poster, double-sided. You have to choose Mecha Santa. Oh, it's or a simple, easy choice, though. Top it's notch, it's top notch. We had top a, notch is the right choice. Speaking of Patreon, we got a, a Patreon chat going on right now. As this podcast happens, correct in live stream form, correct. And uh, we had a request to uh, do Interdimension Tension Two, the rematch. Would that get seven stars or eight stars on the Meltzer star rating? Oh, 15. At least fifteen. Double the the next chapter of Top Notch versus Mecha Santa. It'll happen, but you know there's dates for these things. I think it's in October, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it'll happen. It'll happen. Give it time. Yes. Anyways, ProWrestlingTees.com forward slash going in raw as well. Mm-hmm. Check out the shirt. You can get it there. Not yeah. that one. That's a WWE shop exclusive. Yeah. It's very comfortable though. Yeah. If it's on if it's on sale, you get a good price for it. I recommend it. Uh. So. Uh, We're here to talk about 205 Live and NXT and make our predictions for uh, NXT TakeOver Chicago. Right? Yeah. yeah, Kind of uh, not not the best couple of episodes. Of, I mean, the, you, you mentioned this. You said the go-home for NXT before TakeOvers <laughs> are usually kind of thin. I don't, I, don't, I, I don't recall that, but I trust when you. When did I, I trust say you. that? Are you serious? I said this go-home was kind of thin. I didn't oh, say I thought general. you said generally they no. are. Oh, okay. Well, I had to say that. I misheard that then. Yeah. Okay. Well, this was then. Or what I said, you said that or said this this week, the takeovers for this week were kind of thin. That's what I said. The takeovers for Sorry, this week? Sorry, the go-homes for this week were kind of were kind of. There's thin. one takeover. It's on Saturday. Yeah, but the go-homes for all the three go-homes brands. For, the go-homes for WWE, they traditionally are thin. Yeah, I know. <laughs> they are traditionally very weak. Um, yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't recall, you know, the last episode before the, the previous takeovers. But yeah, this was kind of bunk. And then there's there's one match that like we had heard was going to happen, and they haven't announced it. So oh, yeah. maybe it's not going to happen. Yeah, I don't think it's going to happen right now. So I don't know. Anyways, I mean it's weird though. So hold on a second. Wait, which match are you talking about for NXT the takeover? Adam Cole. He's yeah. Not, he's got nothing to do. I know. Here's my one, speculation. One, two, three, four, there's five. five. That's typically there's five matches at a takeover. Here's what I'm thinking. No, they haven't announced it yet. Because this is this is Larson predicting stuff so it probably isn't going to happen because as uh, pete dunn is dropping that uh uk title mm. at the tournament mm-hmm. and so he uh, could potentially pick up that north american championship whenever he's facing adam cole and then adam cole can make his way up to the nxt title scene it'll be fun because they've announced the uh the undisputed air is taking on uh, british strong style yeah at uh, the Royal Albert, Albert Hall show. Yeah, shows. and then Adam Cole is also defending his North American title there, too. Oh, okay. One of those two shows. Obviously, I'm going to get Pete Dunne, because Pete Dunne is going to be defending his United Kingdom title yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, on the final night. All right. So, what the next takeover is? Oh, yeah, SummerSlam weekend. Okay. Wouldn't be surprised we see Pete Dunne versus Adam Cole for the North American title. You know what they need to do? They need to do a dang title change on an episode of NXT TV. Yeah, I know. Never get those. Yeah, not anymore. Never get those. Not anymore. I know. It used to be kind of a thing. Wait, didn't Undisputed Era win the tag titles on a on a NXT TV? I thought. Yeah, it could be. I think they did. It'd be well, Sandy for my thought. Then it would uh, be in keeping with the tradition of Undisputed Era picking up. No, dropping gold now, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Well, so it'd be Adam Cole having to beat Aleister Black for the NXT title. That would be keeping with tradition. Anyways, two hundred five live. Uh, it was it was okay. It was fine. Yeah, the main event was good. Boy, both these episodes are not all that great. The problem <laughs> the problem the problem with with two hundred five live is just kind of thin on wrestling. Yeah, I know. There was you know two matches that were they gave a decent amount of time, 
But then this uh, Akira Tozawa versus Steve Irby match. Who the hell is Steve Irby? I don't know. He had Joey on his on his in front of his tights. Did somebody did somebody hear that I like jobber squash matches? Because I feel like we're getting them a lot now. Yeah, we I, are. I want to dial that back a little bit. Yeah, Steve Irby. Oh, here we go. Rossville uh, from the Chattanooga Times. Oh, Free yeah. Press. Let's see what his because I thought it said Joey on the front of his tights and the back said Joey Lynch. Back said King of the Moonsault. Joey Lynch. So where do you think they got Steve Irby from? I don't know. I don't know where they get these names from. What bugs me though is they is is you know the these wrestlers these these local enhancement talents come and they just got to wear the gear they have. They're not going to go and get custom gear made for you know a, a one night only appearance in WWE. Yeah, man. So when the dudes trunks quite clearly say joey on the front of them yeah why don't they just call him joey irby yeah <laughs> yeah instead of steve irby yeah because you know we see the lower third steve irby commentary is referring to him as steve irby then why the hell does he have joey on the front of his pants yeah doesn't make any sense to me it takes me out of it not instead of, instead of you know getting involved in the story of the match i just want to know who's joey is this wrestler actually joey who's joey you know I mean, why did they change his name? How come he can't be Joey Irby? <laughs> it's a shout out to somebody. I don't know. Um, yeah, I, I, I've never so like you know. Obviously, we've we've made our fair share of fantasy creations in the two K mm-hmm. series and going back twenty years. As long as from, I mean, I know Revenge. You could swap gear on a on a you change names. You could change names, yeah, but like you couldn't put a name on ring gear. I don't know when that no, came around. No. Probably the next generation of consoles. Um, I've never been a fan of putting your name on your tights. Never been a fan of that. that Adam Cole me. does it. Yeah, he has it, but he's sort of the exception. I'm not a fan. I guess Roderick does Roderick Strong do it? Yeah, he is strong, but yeah. Strong's a name that belongs on your. You know, make it could also just be you know he's like describing himself. Yeah, Strong. Yeah, he's strong. <laughs> exactly. But beyond that, like you know, I wouldn't put Steve here on my ass. Mm-hmm. Finn used to have uh, Finn 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 on his on his buttock. Yeah. Wait, he did? Yeah, NXT was just like right here. Oh, okay. Kind of on the hip. Fin, fin, fin. I kind of yeah. remember that. I kind of on the that. hip. But real, real, real. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not a fan of that anyways, but especially, yeah, dude, if you're an indie guy, wouldn't they, don't they all commit, don't they all like talk? Don't they all chat and say like, hey, they're totally going to change your name. So if you're wearing your pants with your name on just it, just bring a, a plain pair of trunks. Yeah, exactly. And they're like, Joey's like, I just had these made. I mean, they're great looking tights because Joey, king, trust me, they're going to call you on Steve. The back it said King of the Moonsault. Look really nice. Yeah, I know. Like spent money I, on it. I'll be no, I'll be honest with you. This Steve Irby, Joey guy, he had a great look. Like his ring gear was on point. Yeah. He had a really sick looking beard. He was a great looking, like, he looked like he's been around for a while. Yeah. You know, I want to know more about. I was like, "Oh, who's this great new addition to 205 Live?" Here's the thing, though: <laughs> if if you have a, a, a enhancement talent who purports to be the king of the moonsault, and you don't give him an opportunity to, right! to attempt one yes! moonsault during the match, yes, then the audience is going to say, "Why the hell does he have king of the moonsault in the back, uh, across his butt?" Yeah, we, he's not even pulling out a moonsault when he has on, for man. a little bit the upper hand this match. But that's a whole other issue, you know. Like Tazawa was selling way more than he probably should have for this type of match. <laughs> Right? Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, he was trying to give Joey Steve some some you know so. benefit of the doubt, man. He was I guess trying to so. help him out, trying to give him a good a good showing. I guess I don't know. I don't know. Poor Joey Steve. Joey Irby. <laughs> Joey Irby Steve. Why do you see him, Steve Joey? <laughs> Steve Joey. <laughs> what would listen if Adam Mayhem lands on two hundred five live? Uh-huh. What's his name gonna be? It's gonna be something weird. 
Yeah, I don't know. Like Joey Herb or like Steve. I don't I don't know I don't know like they have a, a random name generator in back. Right. They, yeah, that's what use. it feels like. Yeah. Irby. Where do they get Irby from? I have no idea. Yeah, I don't know, man. I don't know. Man. So you can't really predict it if it because it seems entirely random. He says, "What about Adam Mayhem?" <laughs> okay, kid. What do you want your name to be? What about Adam Mayhem? Like they put Adam Mayhem in their name generator. It's like Press a Commodore enter. 64. Yeah. It goes, bloop, 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 yeah. bloop, bloop, Steve Irby. I know. I know. <laughs> Your name is. <laughs> Your name is. Steve Irby. <laughs> Steve Irby. But my name's Joey. What about Adam Mayhem? <laughs> All right. Anyways, uh, 205 Live kicked off with Lucha House Party versus. Uh, Brian Kendrick, Jack Gallagher, and uh, Drew Gulak. This probably should have been the main event. They like built this up for like weeks now. Yeah, and it was the Lucha House Party big six man tag match. Um, I don't remember. I don't remember a lot from this match. Well, you uh, know, not every match has to matter, dude. No, I I, I agree with that. Uh, Kendrick and Gallagher and Gulak did a brief promo afterwards. Gulak or before, sorry. Gulak says, "If you step to me, you'll tap out." Mm-hmm. Um, there's a spot where Gulak rolled up. Uh, uh, I think Lindsay Dorado had mm-hmm. a handful of tights. Yeah. Um, ref saw it, which hardly ever happens. <laughs> Wouldn't happen later on either. So he called off the, the, the pinfall. But later on, Lindsay Dorado reverses a captain's hook from Kendrick, rolls up Kendrick with a handful of tights. The ref doesn't see it this time. Lucha House Party wins. I just feel like stylistically, these teams just don't pair up very well. Yeah. Because we saw like the matches between Lucha House Party and uh, uh, Hideo Itami and Akira Tozawa were all pretty fun. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. Because yeah, you're matching up. Yeah, of course you're matching up. And like, like one I don't, exciting like style I have, of wrestling. Uh, I have an one. issue. Yeah, it's not like I have an issue with ground based wrestling. I don't. If it was Drew Gulak and two Drew Gulak clones, <laughs> yeah, this would probably be pretty good stuff. Because then you have a very distinct difference in style. Lou Gulak and uh, Stu Gulak. <laughs> 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 Drew, Lou, and Stu Gulak. Your name is yeah. Stu Gulak. <laughs> the Gulak brothers. Um, and like Jack Gallagher, I know he can do some interesting ground-based stuff, but like heel Jack Gallagher, apart from one match against Mustafa Ali, apparently isn't allowed to do it yeah. or just doesn't. Yeah. And then Brian Kendrick, like they tell him to wrestle ground-based and he just hits people. <laughs> oh, yeah. There's no technical. Because he hit somebody, you're supposed to hit the ground. There's no, there's no, 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 like he just does cross faces yeah. and stuff. There's no, yeah. like, he's not showing off his technical abilities. And that's what I expect from this pairing of Drew Gulak, who I know is an accomplished technical wrestler, mm-hmm. Jack Gallagher, who I've seen do some interesting technical stuff, plus he has an MMA background, yeah. and Brian Kendrick, who's been wrestling for 20-plus years. Yeah. I'm sure he, he knows his way around the ring in terms of, of working technical. Yeah. Like, really let them do it. Yeah. Like, bust out some some some... You know, not everybody's Zack Sabre Jr., obviously, but <laughs> right. let him get creative with, with the joint man- manipulation and putting people in weird holds and stuff. Yeah. You know, and really give us a stark difference between Lucha House Party and this ground-based team. Yeah. Now, you know what? Here, I'm looking at the Patreon chat. DJ Johnson said they need to add to the promotion so we're not seeing the same matches every week. Yeah. I kind of feel that way. Like, sometimes it kind of works. Like, when we got that series, like you said, with Adeo Akira and Lucha House Party, it worked because the matches were all pretty exciting. And then you have that added sort of X factor element of Hideo Tommy just being rude. Like that was kind of cool with these. Like, I don't even feel like this with the exception of drew Gulak. I kind of get what you're saying, what you've been saying about Kendrick there. Ha- they haven't really given him anything 
to sort of chew on here, you know, besides just, oh, I'm a scoundrel. And kind of the same for Jack Gallagher. Yeah, the same, yeah. Ever since he, he turned heel, he just kind of seems like he doesn't, like his character's not very well defined. And it was like really well defined when he was a face. Yeah. Like what he did worked perfect for that. Apart from his one match in the Cruiserweight uh Championship tournament mm-hmm. against Mustafa Ali because mm-hmm. for whatever reason he was his, his work that night was really good. Yeah, um, I just feel like he just really hasn't fully embraced or felt comfortable in the heel role. Yeah. Uh, after that, we had an Adeo Atami iPhone promo. He wants respect. Yeah, and yet he respects nobody. Um, well, that's you know, it's one way to get through life. Uh, after that, uh, Drake Maverick was backstage. All right, I'm gonna ask you a question. Okay. How much do you honestly think Buddy Murphy weighs? Because he looks like he weighs twice as much as Rockstar Spud. <laughs> he literally looked twice as large. Yeah. How well, was okay, Buddy Murphy but, under 205 pounds? I guess the other question is, how much do you think Rockstar Spud oh, weighs? Oh, like, I don't know, buck 40? Yeah. He's really I know buddy. he's short. He's really he's probably about short. 5'1 or 5'2 and yeah. 140 pounds. Yeah. But still, Buddy Murphy, he didn't look that much taller. He looked like he weighed, in terms of girth, twice as much. Oh, yeah, he's dense. Yeah, he's jacked. Yeah, I don't think he weighs 280 pounds, literally. But yeah, it's crazy to think that that he's under 205 pounds. Um, yeah, no, I I agree totally. Wait, hold on a second. I'll be honest, I missed this. What happened? <laughs> oh, Buddy Murphy comes in and says he wants a piece of. Uh, yeah, they say Buddy Murphy's 5'11", 203. Buddy Murphy wants a piece of uh, Mustafa Ali. No, no, Hideo uh, Tommy. Yeah, okay. And 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 Drake says, well, so does Mustafa Ali, but. You know, tranquilo, okay, have some yeah. patience. Everybody will get what they want. Yeah. And that was pretty much it. Oh, okay. So why are you bringing up the weight thing then? Just because I noticed it was, it was like, Buddy Murphy looked massive. Oh. <laughs> oh, so you think like, you know, they've, they've basically given them the, hey, we're not going to do the weight, the weigh in thing anymore. So, you know, just get jacked. Well, I always kind of felt that they were being a little generous with the, with yeah, the I know, red. I know, I know. Uh, Rockstar Spud's 5'4, 140. So I got the weight right. Wow. Which, good job, man. Uh, and they say Buddy Murphy, at least on Wiki, Wiki, Wikipedia here, is 203. So it's a 63-pound difference, but it looks like a heck of a lot more than mm, that. Yeah. No, he's he's freaking jacked, dude. Yeah, they probably told me. Yeah, we're not going to – they're like, you know, don't gain too much, but, you know, we're going to ease up on the, the whole weight Yeah, we're going to stop line. the whole weighing in aspect of it. Yeah. Uh, anyway, what followed that was a Mustafa Ali iPhone promo. I did see this. This was cool. Yeah. He's I like great. His, no, he's fantastic. There was that – Awesome story. They brought this up on the broadcast. Oh, yeah, where he, he gifted uh, um, some girl yeah. had um, some health issues that required her to wear some sort of mask, right? Yeah, yeah. And uh, she, I think she wrote to him or he heard that she wished that she had something that, you know. That cool, like the LED stuff. Yeah, so he sent her yeah. his. Oh, man. He seemed like a good guy. No, he seems like a great guy, man. Uh, after that, we had Akira Tozawa versus Your Name Is... Steve, Steve, Joey, Joey, uh, your gimmick is King of the Moon Salts. <laughs> your gimmick is King of the Moon <laughs> Moon Salt. Uh, oh man. Uh, anyways, yeah, we talked about this a little bit. It was basically a, a jobber squash match. This is usually the jobbers it was aren't a as jobber defined. match, but I wouldn't necessarily call it a squash match. Oh, I don't know. It was pretty quick. Steve, jo- well, it was pretty quick, but Steve Joey got a lot more offense than I thought he was going to. <laughs> uh, well, I know. So, I mean, isn't the point of isn't the point of this match to show like Akira being dominant? Yeah, <laughs> but I don't. I don't. He won, but I wouldn't necessarily call his victory dominant. Yeah. Well, 
Maybe maybe they're trying to maybe they're they're floating a floating like a a test balloon on uh, Steve Irby. Could be. Yeah. Could they're be. Like, hey, we he came in, they're like, Wow, this guy looks how old are you, kid? Like thirty five? Like, yeah. No, I'm twenty two. No, I'm twenty three years old, man. Triple H sleeps in the you look like you could yeah. kick somebody's yeah, you ass. you seen the Steve Irby guy? My name's Joey. Yeah, you seen Steve Irby over here? You see Steve Joey over here? <laughs> you seen Steve Joey over here? This guy looks like he can kick some real ass. That's the only thing that matters anymore. So anyways. let him get a little offense and see how people like him. Anyways, didn't, I mean, the character's out, picked up the win. So. Yeah. Next, we had a Leo Rush promo still in his... Penthouse. Penthouse. I am a 23-year-old. He didn't say that, though. Piece of gold. He didn't say that, though. No, he didn't. He spent a lot of time. He was still fondling his balls, though. The uh, hourglass. Hourglass balls. He spent a good while staring at his watch. With a giant smile on his face. I liked his Adidas tracksuit, too. Yeah, that was cool. That was really cool. Um, No, I I, I like Leo Rush. He's rad. Yeah. And he was like, how is it? He's like, I'm starting to just do Samuel Jackson with him. (laughs) How is it? I wasn't in the cruiserweight championship. They've had two. They've had two tournaments tournaments without the best cruiserweight in the world. Without the best mother cruiserweight in the world. Anyways, yeah, Leo Rush. He he can't get there soon enough. I know. They they need. They desperately need. Do you imagine just Leo Rush taking on all of Lucha House Party? That'd be great. Great. Oh, Tony East promo. Um, he and Buddy Murphy are buds. They're friends. Yeah, they're training friends. partners. They say. Yeah, they're like we're both getting jacked. Body guys. Yeah, we're both body guys. We're only going to get bigger physically, so that it's completely out of the realm of possibility that we're under two hundred five. Yeah. Uh, TJP iPhone promo. He kind of rushed through this one. It was good. Yeah, I, it was okay. he, his his promo delivery is way better than it was a year ago. That's true. Um, he was again saying that if he's not going to be appreciated on two hundred five live because he didn't have a match that night against any sort of yeah. competition. Yeah, he didn't match at all. Once again, the crews are great. Maybe have... he'd be appreciated on another show. Yeah. Well, you know, I hear Impact's hiring. Well, he he was there at one point. He was suicide. Mm-hmm. The whole thing with Hulk Hogan. Um. Yeah, I don't know where that's going to lead. Probably nowhere. Probably nowhere. But it's, you know, they gave him 30 seconds, so that's yeah. cool. Um, our main event was Mustafa Ali versus Tony Nese. Good match. Buddy Murphy joins Tony Nese at ringside, and pretty much immediately, right before the match starts, I think right as the bell rang, mm-hmm. Buddy Murphy got in the ring uh, behind Mustafa Ali, Tony Nese in front of Mustafa Ali, kind of cornering him yeah. as if they were going to beat him up. Cedric Alexander comes down, evens mm-hmm. the odds. Mm-hmm. Match takes place. It's the dream. I had it all. Decent right enough match. Right in, right you know, right Mustafa Ali always puts on fun matches. Yeah, no, he does. There's uh, really some fun spots here. There is one time when, uh, one time, <laughs> there's one cool moment when uh, Tony Nese like freaking just threw Mustafa Ali into, into the like ring the post. ring post on the yeah. outside. That was rad. Yeah. Because Mustafa Ali can sell like nobody's oh, yeah. business, man. Oh, yeah. So good. We got on one of those cool, uh, uh, what do they call them? The DDT things? Oh, Tornado DDT. Tornado DDT. Yeah. I wanted to call it a Hurricane DDT. Man. Uh, anyway, so yeah, that was fun. Um, but Mustafa Ali eventually picked up the win with an 054. Yeah. Um, no, it was cool. It was a really good match. I like Tony Nese a lot. And then after the uh, match ended, Mustafa Ali got on the stick and he said, uh, I want. Hideo Itami, and I want Buddy Murphy. Triple threat. We all want to rip each other's heads off, so give it to us. And Drake Maverick, backstage during interview, 
I think it's a great idea. I said, sure thing. We'll do that next week because we don't get to be on pay-per-views anymore. All of our good blow-off matches are here on 205 Live. Well, it makes 205 Live must-watch television then. I know. I forgot it was to number check. three in the ratings last week, You right? checked? Oh, no. no, no. This, yeah, last, last week it was. Yeah. So I want to see what last week's was. I'm going to check right now. <clears throat> All right. While you do that. I will move on to NXT. Yeah, so Morrow's not going to be a takeover. It's going to be Vic Joseph. I, I was saw. hoping it'd be to, uh, Tom, Tom Phillips. Phillips. I know. But it's going to be Vic. I like Vic Joseph. He's mm-hmm. good. I kind of don't notice him, which is good. I like that. Um, NXT kicked off with War Raiders versus a couple of enhancement talents. Yeah, what well, they're just they need to go to Maine tomorrow. Like Ricky Martinez and Justin Storm wasn't much of a match. This was a squash match. This was a total squash match, and it really didn't belong on TV, to be honest with you. Like War Raiders won with Fallout. Either put War Raiders in a thing. Well, they called out don't. TM61, the mighty, Oh yeah. at the end, after the match. Um, so they'll finally be getting to their first program. Mm-hmm. Um, I would have preferred like a, a, a little film segment with him. Yeah. Like maybe cosplaying at the Renaissance like, Fair. No, no, they shouldn't. That's what they did last week with Lars Sullivan, have War Raiders in the ring beating everybody up. TM six in one walks in through the door, sees what's happening, walks away. Yeah, yep. that'd be great. That'd just be the mightiest thing. They walk in, mm-hmm. same. Nah, walk out. Uh, next, this was great. Undisputed era hanging out in the parking lot. Yeah, man. And then Adam Cole realized that Ooh, they were was, number four. Wow. Oh, there you go. Nice. Adam Cole realized they were being uh, photographed. Yeah. And he goes, what's that camera doing here? It was like an Adam Baldwin paparazzi moment. Yeah. Yeah. He says, you only film if I say you can film. And then he like, you know, ran them off. Yeah. Uh, next, uh, extended Johnny Gargano, Tommaso Ciampa video package recapping their feud. Yeah. They did sort of like a sit down head on interview thing or face on interview thing with both of them. Mm-hmm. Um, that was kind of it was it was effective. Yeah, enough, yeah, yeah. I guess I don't think it was as good as the Ricochet Velveteen Dream one they did. A couple no, back, no, which was outstanding. Yeah, that was really good. Um, but this was okay. Yeah, there really wasn't much going on on NXT. No, Next, there wasn't. We had EC3 versus Cassius Ohno, which was were, was this like a did they have like a five minute time limit or something? something. I felt this like really this should have made quick. evented its own show. Yeah, I know. Give this match fifteen minutes. I know. Give this match a long time or put it on like the kickoff. They don't do kickoffs. They do like dark matches at takeovers, yeah. and they air them on TV the next week. Well, they want to put this somewhere. They're going to do Bianca Belair, Dakota Kai, and then War Raiders, uh, TM61, The Mighty. Oh, um, shoot those two matches before. Takeover. Okay, well that's cool. But yeah, man, this at least should have been its own main event. Mm-hmm. I mean, even especially given how EC3 and Cassius Ono are like, you can't find two more opposite wrestlers mm-hmm. you know what i mean like in every aspect with you know not 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 including like you know quali- they're both quality wrestlers yeah in terms know? of the characters in terms of yeah. wrestling styles so yeah on, so exactly forth. Yeah. yeah and so they could have built like a really fun story with mm-hmm. this like you see ec3's penthouse which is just leo rush's penthouse too but then you know and then you see like wherever cash Sono lives mm-hmm. you know like just some freaking house or something mm-hmm. I don't know an apartment a humble little uh, yeah, abode, abode somewhere yeah <laughs> exactly yeah you know build it up through their st- through the characters because their characters are freaking great I like I want to see more of both these guys in their surroundings and instead it's just EC3 showing up you know and beating Cassius Ono in about five minutes yeah that was a bummer man mm-hmm. either send Cassius Ono to Maine mm-hmm. like do something man I know. do something let him have his moment uh, Bianca Belair versus Aaliyah, who's, I know she's been like a heel for a little while now, but I always forget that she's been a heel for a little while now. Yeah. So when she shows up acting all heelish, I'm like, okay, 
But then Bianca Belair's a heel also. Yeah, I know. So she's like bigger heel. This is pretty much a squash match. Yeah, this is pretty much a squash match, yeah. Belair is strong as hell. Though. Oh, yeah. Man, all that. Dead, and fast. She's super athletic. Deadlifts. Like, she's like deadlifting the hell out of Aaliyah. Mm-hmm. Doing all sorts of she stuff. She did that to Candice during their match, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, her finisher is it's not the reverse powerbomb anymore. No, no. It? It's kind of like a reverse uh, Death Valley driver. Yeah. That's better. Yeah, it is. That's way better. So that's cool. Gets him up in the torch rack. Um, after that, so yeah, Bianca Belair won. Uh, after that, we had a, a decent little uh, Shayna Baszler. It was kind of it, it got a little corny at moments. Video package, yeah. Honestly, didn't really pay attention to the video package. It's uh, like Nikki Cross kept on, you know, like having a Queen of Spades card, and like there was this one point where it was on fire, and as the the fire started to burn down the car, they did like a wipe to Shayna. It was a little, <laughs> it got a little corny. <laughs> It's like me, instead of <laughs> worrying about the story beats, I'm here like from a production aspect. It's like, oh man, this is this is an undergrad who put this together. Yeah, right, right, yeah. Yeah, exactly. I got my finals coming up, man. What are you gonna do? I'm gonna do this NXT thing. Oh man, I got uh, I don't know. I don't know what transition do. How about a wipe? <laughs> I'm gonna do what really like a star wipe? Oh, I should have thought of that. Well no, because see there's there's this fire burning and it's like in a circular pattern, so you do like an iris wipe. That's what you do. <laughs> That's what you do in iris. Just wipe. feather the edges so it's not a hard edge. Yeah. People might not it'd be cool, man. Do you know how to use the, the lens burning filter? What is that like the lens burns off? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The light No the the, the uh the film burn. The what light flare ones, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I like that one. Uh Dakota Kai interview. Yeah, uh, uh, Bianca Belair confronts her and says why? Yeah, she's more mad at the interviewer. Why are you interviewing her? I'm the est. Yeah. I'm the greatest, the bestest. The fastest, the bone, strongest, bone the best. Est, meat est. The, you know, hamburger est. <laughs> All the estes. Anyways. She says, I'm, the wrestler I'm better est. than you. You were scared by Shayna Baszler. I want to take you on next week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then Dakota Kai was like, look, I was afraid of her. I don't even know who you are. Uh, so yeah, it should be fun. Bianca Belair's got to win that, right? Oh yeah, she's gonna start tearing through people. I think. Oh yes, yeah, I like her a lot though. Uh, next, we had Kyle O'Reilly versus Peter Dune. I was surprised that the Undisputed Era didn't come out with him. They were just sort of hanging back. Yeah, until you know they needed to come out. Yeah, but, but by then it was too late. Yeah, he did his uh, guitar thing though. Mm-hmm. This is a really good match. This is, I mean, you get Kyle O'Reilly and Pete Dunne. They're not going to put on a bad match. No. Um. So it was a lot of fun. I mean, they're both cool. really gifted technical wrestlers. And that's what it was. A lot of that stuff. A lot of Pete Dunne's joint manipulation, small joint manipulation stuff. And then uh, Kyle O'Reilly countering with his MMA influenced. Uh, Matt work. Yeah. Those elbows that Kyle O'Reilly was throwing towards the end, those were stiff. Yeah, 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 yeah. That finish was great where Kyle O'Reilly was hitting Pete Dunn with elbows and, and Pete Dunn wouldn't let go of hand control. Mm-hmm. And so Kyle O'Reilly dug in Pete Dunn's mouth, threw his mouthpiece out, mm-hmm. and was about to deliver another elbow when Pete Dunn stood up, broke the fingers, yeah. right to the bitter end, yeah. picked up the win, retained the United Kingdom Championship. Fun match. Afterwards, Undisputed Era comes out, attacks Peter Dune. And uh, which, of course, brings out uh, Lorcan and Birch. Everybody brawls. And uh, so, yeah, we're getting, uh, of course, Undisputed Era versus Lorcan and Birch at TakeOver. Ooh. No more. Alistair Black came out to deliver a promo. Pretty short. And then Lars Sullivan came out and just destroyed him. Yeah, pretty much. Three freak accidents. Took him over to the announce table. Put him on top. Mm-hmm. Held up the NXT title. Mm-hmm. 
said, I'm going to beat you or something like that. Lars Sullivan. He grabbed my foot. You gave me three many freak accidents. <laughs> At first it was just one. Then it was two. Then it turned into three many. So next week at TakeOver, I'll be taking you for an ice cream truck ride. I'm going to sprinkle you with pain. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> it's going right. to be a cold day in hell for you, Alistair Black. <laughs> Lars Sullivan, you mean? I mean, Lars Sullivan. All right, let's do our takeover predictions. There's only five matches announced. Who screams for, <laughs> who screams for ice cream? You're going to scream for ice cream. <laughs> First, Undisputed Era versus uh, Danny Burch and Oni Lorcan. Who do you have, Steve? You only have one confidence point on oh, this? Oh, they're totally going to win. It's just the way I just feel kind of more confident about other matches. All right, hold on. Undisputed Era. Hold on. I didn't even think about any of these. All right, uh, fill, out, fill out your stuff. I'll, I'll, I'll see what the matches are while you fill them out, and then we can talk about it. Undisputed Era versus Nanny Burch, Oni Lorcan uh, for the tag title. Shayna Baszler versus Nikki Cross for the NXT Women's title. There are no... This all kind of seems like... These are all locks. Yeah, I think so. These are all locks. We're going to have literally the exact same score. Yeah, Ricochet versus Velveteen Dream, Alistair Black versus Lars Sullivan, and then Johnny Gargano versus Tommaso Ciampa. Nikki Cross is heading to Maine after this. Yep. So she's definitely going to lose. So we're going to agree across the board. We're going to agree across the board. Right. The only Uh, difference would be confidence points, but then if we all get them right, it doesn't matter. It's a tight score. Yeah, I know. I'm I'm trying to find one to go out on a limb for. The one I'm l- so yeah, Shayna Baszler, Nikki Cross, that gets all the confidence points. Mm-hmm. That, that's that's for certain. Mm-hmm. Um, Here, I'll write that for you. No, they're not going to have Ricochet lose his first pay per view, his first takeover solo match. Yeah, how many confidence yeah, points? Yeah. I mean. Same as you, I guess, for Alistair Blackston. Well, I mean, I'll give that. No, you know what? I'll do this. I don't know. I'll put it this way. I am more confident in Alistair Black winning than I am Ricochet winning. Right. Um, Gargano is going to lose. I don't know why I do that. Gar- Chomp is going to win. Mm-hmm. Um. <clears throat> Interesting that you have undisputed air with the least amount of confidence points. I would actually put, I'd actually give one confidence point to Champa. I'd give one. I'm going to give one confidence point to Champa. I'm going to give two confidence points to Ricochet because I could see them doing something kind of weird. Oh yeah, with Ricochet Velveteen Dream because Possibly. I think they're really really high in Velveteen Dream. Yeah, and I don't think I'll do this, man. I'll do this because you're 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 right about all these. Ricochet is going to win. Alistair Black's going to win. Champa's going to win. Shannon Baszler is going to win. Undisputed Air is going to win. I will, because there's nothing, there's no stakes here. I'm going to say Velveteen Dreams. Right. Because they can, they, they can and should continue this feud. Yeah. And so I think it'd be stellar for them to have a shocking first. Because who stood, who stood tall? Ricochet with the big flippy thing. That was also like three weeks ago, though. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's true. But, you know. I mean, they basically telegraphed Alistair Black winning 
you know, courtesy of Lars Sullivan's beatdown. Oh, for sure. On yeah. the go home. How many? Okay, let's say, how many uh, black masses is it going to take? Three. Three? All right, we'll differ there. I'll say two. All right. Well, hold on a second. He didn't even get one off. No. I'll say it just takes one, right. but he actually gets it off. Why not? I'll say three. There you go. I'll um, find then. So, yeah. But that's, I mean, there's not, yeah, there's not a whole lot of. No. Not a whole lot of differing there. No. Questions. Chuck Sips, how do you feel uh, Cedric Alexander's title reign is going? I mean, his match against uh, Buddy Murphy was fantastic. I just wish they'd give him more character stuff to work with, but I've been saying that for a year and a half. So 205 Live, one of the, one of the good things about 205 Live, it, it, I'll put it this way, it's a double-edged sword. It seems to be all exclusively about the chase in 205 Live, mm-hmm. which is totally fine, but it leaves the champion with nothing to do. I know. It's like, okay, we're going to figure out who's going to be next in line. There's never any rematches. Yeah. It's just who's next for the champion to fight, and then he does that. Yeah. Which, you know, makes for fewer but higher quality matches with the champion, Cedric Alexander. I mean, that one against Buddy Murphy was, was great. outstanding. Yeah. Um, who do you see coming out of uh, the triple oh, it's threat? Be Hitami. It's got to be Hideo. It's got to be Hideo Itami, yeah. right? Yeah. I mean, with this 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 friendship between Buddy Murphy and, and Tony Nese, it seems like they're going to segue into the whatever kind of tag division they have. And, and Oh, you think that's going to be a thing? Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised. Them versus Lucha House Party would be great. Do you think they need a third guy, though? I mean, it feels like that's the direction they're it going. It kind of does. Trios. It kind of feels like that, but I don't know who that third guy yeah, would be. Yeah, me neither. I don't know who the third body guy would be. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's got to be Hideo. Mm-hmm. Uh, bronze grappling hook. Vince says we are doing another brawl for all with the winner facing Brock Lesnar at SummerSlam. Who wins and who does WWE plan on winning but gets knocked out? Who's going to be the Steve Williams? Let's have an eight-man field. Um, let's put... They wouldn't have Nakamura in there. <clears throat> Uh okay so I'm trying to think of of wrestlers with uh some sort of fight background. Did Rusev did MMA didn't he? He's he's trained in kickboxing. Both the authors of Pain guys? Uh, just one. Okay, so he'll be in it. Okay, author of Pain guy. Apparently, what they've just been dealing with visa issues. Yeah, I saw that. That's interesting. Yeah. Oh, well, Bobby Lashley. He's got to be in it. Oh God, yeah. He's probably gonna win the damn thing. Yeah. So Lashley, Lashley, Brock. Well, Brock's the 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 the, the butter main bean? boss. He's the butterbean. Um, so we'll say Lashley Nakamura. How about you bring in Alberto Del Rio? Bring in CM Punk. <laughs> he wouldn't even win a WWE brawl for probably all. not. But like, if we're deal, if we're talking about Brock and the Bobby Lashley, you can't really put. I guess you could put like Jack Gallagher in there. He'd just be so small compared to Oh, it'd be such a throwback to the original days of UFC. Like the, when, the people were, Gracie. when people were getting faces ripped right. off. Jack Gallagher. You love talking about that. It's the best. It really is. I just love it because you remember it too, and we didn't even know each yeah. other back then. That'd be great if Chris Jericho was in it. Apparently, you know, he's not afraid of anybody. 
Yeah, man. Chris Jericho. Well, yeah, that's sort of the thing, too. We'd have to incorporate backstage badasses. Oh, Joe. Oh, yeah. That's five. We need three more. Who in NXT? Kyle O'Reilly. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. That's six. Two more. <laughs> uh, let's see here. What about Fabian Eichner? What's he done? Didn't he do some real fighting? Oh, I don't know. He looks like a, a fight. He, he looks like a freaking walking uh, affliction shirt. Fabian Eichner. I'm just going to guess that he did. He's in it. Okay, hold on. Mm, no. What did he do before that? How old is he? He's 27. I mean, his debut. 20? Okay, well, I don't know. Maybe not. Anybody else has done some real fighting? I think it's Rizar that has the MMA background. I mean, you can put Jason Jordan in there. He's at least a, a collegiate wrestler. Uh, who now? Uh, Jason Jordan. Oh, yeah, for sure. Chad Gable. Chad Gable. There you yeah, go. Sure. There's, our, there's our eight. Okay, cool. Bobby Lashley wins. Oh, Baron Corbin, he's a former Golden Golden Gloves winner. Right, yeah. Hey. So he's got to be in there, too. Constable Corbin gets in. Yeah. Uh, GM Spud, what other factions would you like to see cut a promo on Undisputed Era's playground? I feel like, didn't Sanity? No, they didn't do it, but Sanity would be a good choice. Yeah, I was going to say Sanity. How about Heavy Machinery, but they're, like, doing a cookout? There you go. Doing a cookout, too. Uh, Broken Steve, it seems as though they are making Leo Rush a big deal in 205 Live, as they should. My question is, does Leo Rush go right to the title scene or does he have squash matches for a month to get the crowd listen, used man, to him? Was, listen, he is a 23-year-old piece of gold, okay? Gold is the optimum. That's, it's gold. Yeah. Yes. Straight, straight, to the to, straight to the title scene. No match, no number one contender. He's just in. Just in. He's in. Um, I think we're getting predictable. Perry Swift here says, is anyone else slightly excited for Steven Larson dissecting why the jobber in the Tozawa match had Joey written on his trunks <laughs> despite being called Steve Irby? Well done, Perry Swift. Yes. You got a good 20 minutes of that today. Yeah. To kick off the show, no less. Didn't you have to wait for it? <laughs> uh, Woken Minato, what would you guys prefer for 205 Live, a tag team title or a trios title? Trios. Trios would be trios, great. Trios, it's different. Um, but do them all, uh, not exactly Tornado, but uh, New Japan slash uh, Lucha Libre rules. Mm-hmm. That you don't need to tag if someone gets out of the ring, that another member of that team could hop in. Mm -hmm. I think because it keeps the pace really fast. Um, Nicholas Grosskirth, um, how many five star matches? He wants this for a prop bet. How many five star matches will we see in Chicago? I don't think we're going to see any. I think uh, Ricochet Velveteen Dream will get four and a half. Yeah, I think it'll do four and a half. I and Champa Gargano will be good, but I don't think it's going to be five stars. So zero. Zero. Uh, Steve Klein, what's Ciampa's ceiling when he goes up to main roster? I mean, he's a great heel. He's got he's got such a great look. He I think he needs to be on Raw. Mm-hmm. Um He's got I don't know, he's got I think his potential is like flipping limitless. How tall is he? I think he's 5'11". He's 5'11", so he's been on the short side. But then everybody is short these days. Well, like, yeah. How tall is Kevin Owens? Like six feet? Yeah, probably. 
I don't know, man. I think he's got a massively high ceiling. I really do. Whether or not they're going to want to go with a guy like that. Yeah, I mean, freaking look at him. I know. He looks like a comic book movie villain. He's great. Like a good comic book movie villain, not a crap one. I like Sinestro. Alex C says Chompa could be the third body guy on 205 Live. I don't know. He got a tra- I don't want him on 205 Live. He transcends Live, body guy. I don't, want, I don't even want him on 205 Live. Uh, let's see here. Oh, this is, this is a good question. Don't call me a lawler. Uh, it's WrestleMania 2. All right. The main event between Hulk Hogan and King Kong Bundy is very lackluster. Yeah. To change history for the better, which of the following wrestlers are cashing in their money in the bank briefcase after Hogan's win? Mr. Wonderful, Roddy Piper, Don Morocco, Iron Sigma, Hercules. Tito Santana or Adrian Adonis? I'm going to say uh, Mr. Wonderful. I would say Piper, man. Piper with the brief. Piper is like totally, he would be the ultimate opportunist back then. That'd be great. Yeah, no, I just said Mr. Wonderful because I knew you were going to say Piper. That's the obvious answer is Piper. The, Mr. Wonderful. The obvious answer is an Iron Sheik. I've got this briefcase with legal paperwork inside. I make you humble legally. Cushion, where's our referee? You got a freaking chub on. <laughs> That's like the best picture ever. Chic Hogan Boner. <laughs> <laughs> what the heck? That's the like, dude. <laughs> you can see like the freaking head, man. And he's like looking down at it. Like, don't you do a quick tuck? Like, don't you like put it up? I think so. Um, <clears throat> don't call me a lawler. If Daniel Bryan the Miz will be feuding over the WWE title soon, do you even give the title to Nakamura this weekend to essentially be a transitional champion? I don't know, man. I, you know, it, what you said, what you said in predictions is absolutely exactly correct. It's a last man standing match. It's tailor made for a cash in. <laughs> it's tailor made for somebody to be down on the floor, completely unconscious, unconscious, while somebody else takes their sweet damn time trying to communicate to the ref. Yes, I'm cashing in now. Stop asking me. Someone in, in, in the comments for that video made a point saying, "Well, if two, if if Nakamura and Styles are laid down on the floor, then someone can't can't cash in." But we've they have never to stand them up. Well, no, because I guess you know traditionally all cash ins have happened in the ring. Yeah, but no one's tried to cash in during a gimmick match like that. Yeah. So if 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 they're cashing in, saying I'm making this a triple threat, I'm adding myself to this last man standing match, mm-hmm. then it should be cool. Yeah, regardless where they are in the arena. Sort of like if someone if there's a hell in a cell match and both competitors are absolutely destroyed, the doors open and someone comes in and says, "I want to cash in." You know, if 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 the person they're cashing in on is on the floor, it's a hell in a cell match. The rules of, well, sorry, that match would be over. Sorry, if that match was still going on, it mm-hmm. says this is a hell in a cell match. I am now making a triple threat hell in a cell match. Yeah. Then the rules for a hell in a cell match would still apply. You would think, yeah. Or a ladder match, or. TLC match yeah, case maybe. Yeah, you would just be turning it into a triple, triple threat. Yeah, yeah, a triple threat. I'm also going back to the whole idea of them having to stand people up. 
But that's only if the if you're starting a new match, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. If both guys are completely laid out, and then you come in and you enter the match, mm-hmm. it's as if you've like always Seth been there. Yeah. yeah, like yeah. Seth Rollins. Did. It's yeah. like you've always been there. Can you just like literally pin a guy? Yeah. You don't have to wait for the nope. bell to ring. Nope. I would think. But with Seth, the uh, bell did ring. Yeah. Yeah. So they'd ring the bell, but they wouldn't have AJ and Nakamura's, you know, hey, stand up. Yeah. It wouldn't make any sense. Ringing the bell seems to be a fairly subjective experience, mm-hmm. like in terms of when you decide to do it. Yeah. You know, oh, brawl's happening. All right, ring All the right. bell. All right, ring the bell. It means the rest come out. Break yeah. this shit up. Or don't. Yeah. <laughs> or, or they think this will resolve itself. I'm not going to ring the bell. <laughs> you know. Chioda seems to have this under control. I know. I feel like this is good. They don't need me adding to the mix, <laughs> making things more confusing. Uh, let's see here. CM Punk finds it inadmissible in court. If WWE is able to f- sign the elite, should they add being the elite to the network as an exclusive? Um I mean, here's it'd be, it'd be being the elite has such a DIY aesthetic. It's I know. got it's got such its own thing. It just makes sense to be on the Young Bucks YouTube channel. I know it really does. But I mean, that'd probably be a thing. You know, it wouldn't surprise me. Yeah, no. they're gonna have to. They're gonna have to roll out the Brinks trucks mm-hmm. if they're gonna want the Young Bucks. If they're gonna want the elite, they're gonna have to bring out mountains and mountains of cash, and they're gonna have to be really, really loose with like what schedule. Do you guys want? Well, and then all the ancillary stuff, like being the elite. Heck, they're pro wrestling tea shop. I know. You know? I know. I mean, the I, I, like, what incentive would the Young Bucks have to sign the deal, like a merchandise deal with WWE, that'll pay them a fraction of what they're going to make from the pro wrestling tea shop? Oh, boatloads and boatloads of cash. I know, but even still, it's like, why, why not try to have your cake and eat it, too? Let me ask you something. Because a lot of people still have. How much do now you they've think? they've signed Ricochet, I think, still has a pro wrestling tea How shop. How much do you think? Johnny Gargano does. The Young Bucks make off their pro wrestling tea store. A ton. Per year. Just six figures, easily. I would assume so. Yeah. I would think it's six figures. Let's say it's, let's just say it's 500000 Yeah. All right? If the WWE said to them, you're making $500,000 a year off this Young Bucks pro wrestling tea shop, we will give you, in addition to what we're, you've already given you, $3 million for merchandise rights. Of course they'd say yes. Because it's like, okay, well, that's... It would depend on the term of their, of their contract, I think. If there's like a three-year deal, then yeah. But if they want to sign, like, try to sign to like a sort of long-term thing, just in terms of how the math well, I'm down. saying, I'm, what I'm saying is WWE would have to say, look... They'd essentially have to compensate them for the money they're losing from... To a far greater degree yeah. than they're already making because they've got freedom. Yeah. You know? And so uh, that's what I'm talking about when the Brinks truck. It's like it's going to be a deal that's so dumb to pass to, to, to not take up, you know? Like, you want me in the WWE, then make my life easier and make me three times richer than I am right yeah. now. That's yeah. what it'd have to be. Yeah, no. Otherwise, there's really no incentive. Because there's no incentive. Unless they're, unless they're so... Unless they just want to have that WrestleMania moment. Yeah. And that's, that's up to them. Yeah. You know? Alex Foster, you guys have talked about uh, Tyler Bate and Pete Dunn plenty, but what about Trent Seven? What's his ceiling? Man, that guy is pure charisma. I love Trent Seven. Oh, he's, he's fantastic. He's fantastic. I don't know what his ceiling is, though. He could be a tag champion. Might have Mustache Mountain. Oh, I, I've been advocating that forever. Yeah. Forever for On them. the main to... roster, easily tag champion. Yeah. Absolutely. I could see him being like a, a commentary guy, too. Oh, yeah. Line, oh, yeah. He'd be great. Line, like a Nigel type. That'd be good. Let's see here. Sean Izzo, does Kyle O'Reilly have a higher ceiling than tag champion in NXT? 
it's it's perpetual tag champion on main roster. Mm-hmm. Him and uh, him and uh, what's his face, the old timey guy, Bobby Fish. Yeah, or Roderick Strong, whatever they want to do with that. Uh, Cedric the Man Kent. Will there be any call ups after Money in the Bank? Um, <laughs> I'd rather any NXT talent stay there because the main roster ruined a lot of them. Um, no, there, there might be a couple after SummerSlam, but I would be surprised if uh, if they're ready after Money in the Bank. Yeah, me too. They're, they're not at the point where they're doing that yet. Um, no. Mike Demopoulos, how the hell are we supposed to boo the Undisputed Era? I don't know. They're so damn entertaining. Oh, I know. I can't. Gosh, can't do they're it. so good. Can't do it. Let's see here. Not a, lot, not a lot of questions today. Yeah. Light on the questions today. Yeah, man. I mean, we don't have to. We can stop. It's All our right. show. Cool. Right on. We don't have to keep, 50, keep going if we don't want to. minutes of show. That's fine. We can just do something else. We want to talk about something else. Let's sure. talk about cakes. I'm hungry. Yeah, I am too. I brought some lentil tacos for lunch today. I'm excited you about You and them. your lentils, man. They're good for you. Yeah. Chock full of protein and fiber and yeah. vitamins. Well, maybe you should marry them. That is the most ridiculous thing you've ever said. I don't know, man. I've said a lot of a lot of ridiculous You're things. You're asking me to, to, to marry a legume. Don't be rude about it. Uh, be sure to check out Best of the Super Friendos Part 3. I think lentils are legumes. I might be wrong about it's that. It's an hour and a half. Of Larson just getting upset. Oh, I was mad. Shoot mad at his best friend for something that I couldn't even control. Um, my my confirm, lack of my lack of filter. Confirm lentils or legumes. Um, well, that's good. You learn something new every day. Uh, so yeah, check that out. Cast box. Download it. Enjoy it. Love it. Marriott. Also, our Money in the Bank predictions. Those are up. We're going to be doing a live stream of our reactions to Money in the Bank on Sunday. Tell your friends. Starting at 4 o'clock Pacific time. Swing by the office. Might have a special guest here. True. And it's not going to be out of mayhem. Not doing that. Ooh. Is he going to have to wear the mask? Well, he is. Like, come by and come by for a pay-per-view reaction stream, and then you got to wear that stupid mask. Can we just out the guy? No. It's been. T- it's 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 like the NWO now. I don't now. know what you're talking about. Luchando, man. So I'm talking about. Yeah, Luchando is Luchando. When takes the mask off, who is he? Still Luchando. Can't we just can't we just out him? I don't know what you're talking about. All right, I guess not. You know, I just want for the betterment of the show. Anyways, that's it for show. Hilton, can you please play our music? Anyways, that's it for the show. Thanks so much for tuning in. Until next time, talk to you guys later. Bye. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find 
people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.